0: Welcome back to my podcast and today is either going to be episode one or episode two of the series but for the podcast it's going to be episode five um it's part of a series that I'm very excited to start it's called the mind of an athlete where I'm going to be interviewing the best athletes I know and for this one we're going to be interviewing one of the best soccer players I know one of the best male soccer players or you know if, if he became a female and to the female soccer playing field he would actually dominate um World-class super-athlete so- of a soccer player. He's world-class. Um Definitely going to go over there. He's going to make it far. You know, pretty soon my, my son's going to be wearing his jersey. Um, so without further ado, you introduce yourself. Yeah, what's up? All right, what's your name? My name's Julio. Julio, all right. So what sports do you play? Soccer. How long have you been playing soccer?
1: Mm, since I was five or four.
0: Alright, and, you know, do you like it, or, like, are you just doing it because you have nothing else to do? I
1: mean, I like it. It's, like, a passion.
0: (laughs) Alright. How many hours a week do you practice, man? Two hours, you know. Two hours? I'm a dude. I know some people that practice, like, seven hours a week, ten hours a week, but then, you know. I know, I know. know. and And some of them are still kind of trash, you know. There's, like, those kids who have, like, the rich parents, and they pay for everything. Like, they give them, like, a special trainer and like they're still trash I remember this, this one kid he was like he thought I was like, oh yeah man I'm the best he had like the best equipment and everything and he was oh man he was bench warmer like at least I mean if he even made it to the team he'd, he'd be a bench warmer but <laughs> um so how do you manage your time between school practice and games Well, uh, how I manage it Mm -hmm. is I start trying to do my homework in class.
1: So, like, when I get home, I don't have to spend, like, two hours finishing the homework. I could just do it, like, in 20 minutes. And then I could go eat, and then I could practice, and then take a shower, and then get, like, a late-night snack, and then probably sleep, and then repeat it again.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, I had a friend. um, I think you know too. He would to balance his life in between this. And whenever we asked him to go out with us, he'd be like, "No, I can't. I gotta do this." And I'm like, and we're like, "Dude, we asked him like ten times." And for maybe like five months, six months, we didn't see him like outside of school. We only saw him in school, and we had no idea what was going on outside. Um, yep. so how do you stay motivated when times get tough? David Goggins. David Goggins. Gar- I love him. He's <laughs> a great guy. But you know, there's some people that like when they lose a game, I'm like, "Oh man." man, screw this game. They throw everything. Or they say, oh, man, you cheated. You know, what the hell? You know, you suck. They still say, oh, you know, I was injured. Oh, my knee's injured. My leg's injured. You know, I mean, I even use that excuse sometimes, you know, like when I don't perform that well. I'm like, oh, yeah, my arm hurts. Or like my elbow, I hit it like two months ago, and like the pain's coming back. So it's just a lot of excuses uh, when people, when times get tough. So what's your favorite part about being an athlete?
1: My favorite
0: what? Your favorite part. Favorite part. Really playing the game
1: and enjoying yourself. The most important thing is having fun, really. Yeah, you know, I always
0: say that if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're not going to do well at it. Because we all know that one kid who has parents who, like, they put them in every single thing that they can find. And the kid doesn't want to do it. Like, the kid, he's like, oh, man, I hate my life. I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to play soccer. I don't want to play basketball. I don't want to play hockey. Like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Uh what's your least favorite part though? Least favorite.
1: Mm. That's a hard one really, because well I haven't really found a least favorite. I usually like all the sports in general. But if I had to choose Kickball.
0: <laughs> Kickball. That's your least favorite part about playing sports? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> um so, have you ever, like, been with, like, annoying teammates? Like, how do you deal with that? Like, you know, we all have that. We've all been on a team one time. We all have that one teammate. Like, this guy sucks. But he's like, oh, yeah, man, I'm the best one here. You know, pass me the ball all the time. Uh, you know, whatever you do, don't shoot it. Pass it to me. Like, how do you deal with, like, annoying, annoying teammates? I just don't listen to them, really. All right. And have you have you ever had, like, a teammate, like, try to fight you and, like, a teammate, like, holds a grudge against you? Well, definitely hold a grudge against me, like,
1: not passing the ball. And <laughs> it's
0: is like, a wide-open shot. Damn. I mean, yeah. You know, you can't hold grudges on a team, you know. Like, even if I'm on a team and I don't, I don't like this one guy, I'm, I'm not going to mess up the whole, you know, game because I don't like this one guy. You know what I mean? And so, basically, I mean, you have to work together as a team because if not, like, the whole thing's messed up. So, there's been a lot of times where I've been on a team, and like, I hate this one guy. I'm still going to pass them the ball, or I'm still going to, like, help them out. Cause if, if not, then we, we all lose. Um, yep. So, do you have any close friends on your team? Close
1: friends? I have Kawan my
0: team. All right. I, yeah, I, w- I want to interview him later on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who's your biggest role model?
1: Role model. Lionel Messi.
0: Why, oh man, why him? But all right. Uh, <laughs> um, so what's the best advice you've ever received from a coach? Received
1: from a coach? Mm-hmm.
0: The best advice?
1: At um, the top of my head, I can't really say. I can't,
0: really can't. All right. Um, so do you think like being a, an athlete helps with your mental health? You know, like you feel better after. You know, you work out, you know, like I was talking about with Jackson, that, you know, we all feel better after we work out. How do you feel after, like, you you, you play a sport? You know, do you feel more energized? Is your mind clear? Like, take us into that mindset of an athlete. Uh, after you play, like, a sport, obviously you're going to be tired. But the more you play, it, the better you're going to become.
1: And then the more you're going to be used to it. So you're going to be less tired being able to play more and having more fun while playing. All
0: right. And do you have, like, a specific mindset you get into, like, during the games? Like, do you plan ahead of the games? Or is it just, like, you know, whatever happens there, I'm adapt to it? Like, what's your mindset in the game? Like, uh, just, like, I have to adapt, you know? Mm. Whatever happens, happens. It's all right if I lose or win. All right. Um. So, do you have, like, any rituals or, like, superstitions? You know, like, I'm in mean, me. Personally, I always wear, like, my lucky bracelet. I have this one necklace. I haven't taken it off since December. So I that's kind of my like lucky necklace, you know, whenever. I don't think I always have to have this necklace. I'm, I'm I don't even take it off regardless. It's always with me. But do you have like any superstitions, any rituals, you know, any of that? No, not really, but I usually wear one necklace. That's really it. Right, and how long have you had that one necklace for? I've had it
1: since 6th grade, but I can't use it on the field. So I use it before the game starts.
0: All right. Um, so, what's your definition of success?
1: Success. Um, let's say that you start by scoring five goals. Like that's the most average you scored, like in your entire life of playing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then. You try to improve, improve, right? One season your GPA or like the most average
0: like goals system plus that is five, let's say, right? Uh-huh. one season it's gonna be four, but then as you gradually keep going, it's gonna get higher. Okay. Sometimes it's the highs and lows. Alright. <laughs> you know, um a lot of people they have like a less, you know, um they have like a more broad definition of success. You know, I was talking to this one guy. Um, Lamar actually, and I asked him on the podcast, "What's your definition of success?" And he said, "Money." First thing off his mind, he said, "Money." <laughs> I mean, you know, we all have our own different definitions. I mean, I guess my definition of success would be like in sports, it probably just mean you know, I just be able to stop, you know, just be able to retire calmly, you know, like you don't have to do this or that anymore. Um, so what's your biggest sacrifice you've made being an athlete? Like, what have you given up?
1: Um, mental health injuries really. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean yeah you know a lot of people like they they exhaust themselves you know I know when I'm playing soccer like when we used to play soccer in school I would have over there trying to injure the most people I could I'd be like it didn't even matter if it was a foul I used to say I'm not there for the ball I'm there for the experience and I mean I just full-on like ram into them you know slide type they go fly and I like stand up and like I remember the main thing was my knee like my right knee was always killing me when I was doing this stuff but Oh, I'm pretty, pretty much going to be like, screwed up from the right knee for life, I think. But, I mean, you know, you have, you have to do what you have to do to, to you know, make sure no one gets through. Um, okay. So, what do you think you would struggle the most with if you were not an athlete? If
1: I wasn't an athlete, not being athletic, I guess. Like, I would be probably chubby. <laughs> you know, I would probably get more fun of. Wouldn't be good.
0: Alright. And, so... What's what's the best piece of advice you would want to give to someone who's like I want to be an athlete, but I'm scared. You know, I don't know how to play this one sport. I really want to play it, but I don't know how to. Or you know, I'm scared I'm gonna get made fun of. What's the best advice you to give to them? Uh,
1: just pursue your passion. Like, uh, it doesn't matter what other people think. Just do what you love. Really.
0: All right, and what does it take mentally and emotionally to be a successful athlete?
1: You have to have the right mindset you know like you're here to win you know like you want
0: you want it yeah you know sometimes you see people like celebrating ties or like you know oh you know we didn't lose that bad this time and i mean i feel like we all have our own different mindset but i'm gonna, gonna kind of agree with you on that one you got to be able to you know you want to win because if you don't want to win if you're going for the time most of the time you're going to lose so the whole time you just want you always want to go for the win you always want to go for the best you always want to be the best and if you have that mindset, it's going to be very rare that you're going to you're going to fail. Um let's see. What values did being a student athlete like put in you like what values have you gotten for being a student athlete?
1: More recognition really like playing in the soccer t- like let's say the school soccer team, right? Yeah. You get to have more opportunities to meet new people that you, you wouldn't have if you didn't play.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, let's say. Yeah. So it's an opportunity to meet new people and more options for you. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, they don't have, they don't have that many friends. And when, when they go to a team, you know, when you're, when you're on a team, you got to be like family because, you know, you're going to be together, you're going to lose together, you're going to win together. I remember this one time, Um, I went to the basketball game. I went to their school's final, and we lost. And it was it was crazy. I mean, we, we got destroyed. We got like, it was like 20 to like, it was like, we were down by like 20, we lost by 20 points. It was kind of embarrassing, but you know everyone was crying on our team that we lost that bad, and I, mean, I guess it just it just it just shows you know how much of a family they were, and I guess it's pretty cool. Um, let's see, has playing sports helped you grow as a person, like mentally, not physically? Obviously, it hasn't helped you grow physically, but <laughs> <laughs> um, what about mentally?
1: Mentally, yes, it has helped me grow as a person. How? It, it taught me to, like, never give up. Like, let's say you're tired burned out and you're in the middle of the game, right? And then the guy in the pony is about to score. You're going to have to give it your all and sprint and predicts
0: tackle them. You yeah. have to have the mindset to never give up and win. Yeah, you know, because the, um, the second you give up is the second that the person already won. I remember when I was at a chess tournament, uh, this one kid, dude, he was, like, like, he's about to beat me, and I need to get this win, right, to win the tournament. Anyways, he was like all moving around. He was hella nervous. And right, what I did is I like, stared him in the eyes. And this man, he had his head down the whole time. He was all shaking and stuff like that. And even though I knew how I was losing, right, I wasn't going to be showing, like, oh, I'll put my head down. I'm going to be like pushing my hair back. I'm be, like, oh, man, you know, I'm losing. No, I kept, I smiled at this guy. I kept looking at him in the eyes. And like, every time, I tell him he'd be like clumped up in a little ball, and he'd be like, Head down. He wouldn't want to look at me. Anyways, he made a mistake, and I won the tournament. Um, um, I mean, yeah. You know, that's what I always say. Second, you give up. It's the second your opponent um, wins. So, even if you're tired, even if you're like about to lose, you always got to be like, you always got to look like you're not about to lose. You got to look like you're confident, because the opponent's gonna be like, oh, this. I've been at this guy for like ninety minutes, and he's not. What the hell's going on? You know, he's not tired. I'm tired, but you can't show it. Um. So what are your goals yeah. for, your, for your career, like your athletic career? Goals?
1: Mm. Well, I try to be more fit, obviously. So, like, you have a better life. Being fit also, like, expands your
0: lifetime. So mm-hmm. that's one of my goals. Another goal is trying to be a professional soccer player. All right. It's always, you know my patching I guess dream alright what would you do if you don't become a professional soccer player which I mean I believe it's going to be very rare if it doesn't happen but you know sometimes it happens what is, what's your plan if that happens there is no plan B there's no plan B so you know you're, you're putting everything on this on this one sport you know if it goes wrong there's no plan B we, we did everything right so there's no plan B so yeah so like that I
1: know that I gave it my all
0: yeah, you know, I'm
1: percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you know, even if you get injured, you don't get accepted, you know, you can look back at it and be like, you know what? I gave my hundred percent and I didn't make it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if I didn't make it, at least I gave it my all. Um, I'm not going to be here like a loser saying, oh, I'm going to give eighty percent or I didn't give it my all and that's why I didn't make it. So at least you can say, you know, what? I gave it my all, it didn't happen. It is what it is. Um, is. Let's see. What do you think is the biggest, like, stereotype or, like, the biggest thing that people think is true but it isn't true about, like, being an athlete? Being an athlete
1: has more benefits. It's, like, better, I guess, because it's not really true because being an athlete could take away lots of freebie time you could spend with your friends and family, and that mm-hmm. could lead to depression because you're going to be thinking that no one cares about you, that you're all alone. But the reality is that you're so focused on
0: something that you forget the people around you. Yeah, you know, let's say I'm going back to an example where, you know, we couldn't see our friend for like five months outside of school, and that's the sacrifice he gave up. You know, uh, being a student athlete is not all sunshine and rainbows. You know, so you're going to have to give up a lot of stuff. Your friends invite you out. Sometimes you're gonna be able to go. You know, you can be. You might get. Made, you might get made fun of by your friends. Like, oh, you can never go anywhere with this. Blah blah blah. But you know, that's what you have to do, to be the best. Um, how do you deal with stress? Stress. I try to, you know, hang out
1: with friends. You know, have a good time.
0: Talk to people. All right. Um. So okay. Have you ever, like, known anyone who's been, like, on steroids, you know, who's been, like, on the juice with with you playing sports? Like, have you only know one like, still, like this guy's like, oh, man, like, this guy sucked last game, and, like, this game's, like, the best one? Have you ever experienced that? Um, not, not yet. Not yet. There has been a time where, like, some 30-year-old guy
1: with, like, facial hair is considered, it, like, a 13-year-old and where I
0: play.
1: Oh, shoot. I
0: mean... You know, a lot of people, like, they don't believe my real age when I tell them, but we're not going to go into my real age, you know, because I don't want Spotify to ban me, you know, and be like, oh, you can't get monetized. But, yeah, sometimes, you know, you're going to have the weirdest people on a your team. You're going to have this kid who's, like, 12, and it turns out he's going to be, like, 18. So you got to be careful about, um, you got to be careful around those people. All right, what are the challenges that athletes, like, student athletes specifically face the most? Like, what are the challenges you face the most?
1: Balancing, balancing school life and uh, soccer life.
0: All right. Balancing school and sports. Um, What skills do the student athlete need to succeed? Obviously be good at the game.
1: Like have the mindset, obviously, like I said before. And yeah, that's pretty
0: much it. All right. Um, what do you see yourself accomplishing in 10 years?
1: Mm-hmm. graduating you know yeah school hopefully <laughs>
0: uh going to a college you know mm-hmm. so um all right let's say let's say this happened okay so like a scenario that a lot of people face you're in high school uh you're, you're about to finish school but you get a chance to join like a soccer team like one of the best soccer teams like in your area right What would you do? Would you choose to finish school or risk it and then, you know, go to soccer, you know, go to the pro team? Uh,
1: Obviously, no one really made it far without playing it safe, so you have to risk it for
0: the best. So you'd risk it all? Yep. All right. Uh, Do you have any hobbies or, like, interests outside of sports?
1: Playing chess. Mm -hmm. I
0: mean, yeah, dude um this guy right here is one of the best chess players i know personally um he's a good chess player obviously um i think everyone knows i'm better um i guess you can find 10, five. ten five. okay yeah i did go like three months without a win against him, but it is what it is it happens i eventually got like one, an amazing win against him. it was like it was mind-blowing so I, I i destroyed him um so what qualities do you believe a coach has to have to be a good coach has to motivate your players you have they have the coach
1: has to push them to the limit because if like the coach really just like oh you do this like he doesn't try the team's gonna
0: go nowhere at all it's just gonna be like a low level team yeah you know i don't this, this is one baseball coach i mean this guy sucks you know i mean um there's like people right who like they weren't really that good but instead of you know going over there like helping him out I'm like hey you know do this because I remember, like, I had this one baseball coach one time. This guy was, like, the best. This guy, you know, like, if you weren't swinging right or, like, if you were messing up, he'd be like, hey, nope. You are like, like he would help you get a position right. Like, bend your knees, you know, hold the bat this way, you know, look at the ball, put your chin down. But this other coach, I mean, I don't know, he was doing, like, he was just, like, trying to motivate. like, oh, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. You know, um, just keep swinging, keep swinging. You can do it. And eventually, they, they wouldn't hit anything. And it would just be like, what the heck. And the coach, I mean, the coach has to have discipline. You know, he has to discipline his, his people. You know, you can't have a coach like, "Oh yeah, you know, good job, good job," even when they didn't do a good job. Um, what's what's the most, uh, what's the biggest highlight you've ever had being a being student athlete? Student athlete. Um,
1: this is one. Uh, the soccer team this year winning the final,
0: obviously with Salvador. Um, oh, yeah, I want to talk uh, to him, too. Honestly. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, whenever, whenever you win a final, it's like, it's amazing, you know, that feeling when you lift up the trophy, it's like, ah, it's like one of the best feelings, you know, if you don't play sports, you'll never experience that, but um, honestly, just the feeling of raising up a trophy and, you know, with a team, one of the best things you'll ever experience. Um, Have you ever been a team captain?
1: Yeah.
0: How was it? It was
1: an experience,
0: to say the least, <laughs> you get to manage the team basically
1: like everything depends on you really mm-hmm. because without a captain the team's going to fall apart right mm-hmm. the captain is like the engine
0: of the team yeah i mean if the engine doesn't work the car doesn't run so yeah so i mean would you um would you fix anything from the last time you were captain
1: no
0: nothing so you just leave it as it, as it was yeah yeah Alright, um so let's say this this um coach goes up to you and he asks you why are you the best choice for his team. What would um, you say? I have I could put a lot on the table. Um I have great
1: soccer skills, obviously. <laughs> I, can, I can communicate with the other players. I have experience, like ten plus years I would say. I get mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there were about 10 plus years. Yeah. All right. Um. So how important is a student athlete's public image? You know, like, how important is a public image? It's very important. Let's say you're a very promising next Cristiano Ronaldo player, right? Mm-hmm.
1: You do drugs, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: No, one, no college is going to accept you because you're in a bad, bad public image. It's gonna ruin
0: like the school reputation and stuff. I mean, yeah, you can't have the school team captain being a crack addict. You know, doing crack in an alleyway with like some random dude. So I, the guys, you know, I mean, of course, you know, some people they do gotta do drugs for like let's say like medicinal marijuana. They gotta do that. You know, just for like pain. You know, they have like bone pain. They do that sometimes. Um, I mean, that's acceptable. You know, you can't, but you can't have. Well, you can't have the team captain. You know, doing crack. Um. Yeah. What about a post game routine? You have a post game routine?
1: I uh, eat light like breakfast so I don't throw up at all. Like a banana, let's say. Because mm-hmm. banana it has good nutrients and it's light. All
0: right. Um, how do you keep your teammates feeling positive and motivated after a loss? Because you know, whenever you lose, you know, whenever like a team loses, like everyone puts their head down and they're all like, oh, "We lost." How do you keep the team motivated? Uh, like we may have like lost this one. There is like a lot more games to come. We could still win. Like one loss isn't gonna define like the total victories you have. Yeah. I mean if you really think that one loss is that important, then I don't think sports is for you. Like no one's gonna look at one loss. Everyone's gonna look at the whole span, you know, what you did after that loss. No one's gonna look at what you did before the loss. No one's gonna care about the excuses you made, like, oh, you know, my foot was injured, I couldn't really do that well. No one's going to care about that. Everyone's going to care about what you did after the loss. Because, like, at the end of the day, you can have all the excuses you want, you know. Oh, the game was rigged, it was this, this, that. You lost. That's that's the end. Um. So, do you actually eat healthy food? Or is that just, like... Or do you just eat whatever?
1: Well, I you have to eat healthy food to stay in shape, to get that protein, to, like,
0: mm-hmm. recover faster. Yeah, yeah, because I know some people... My god, I mean, they eat hella, and I mean, you're like, How's this person even fit? You know what I mean? But you know, everyone has their own, um, own body, has their own way of how they eat. But you know, of course, you have to eat healthy, you know, you have to exercise. This goes in ties with our um, food episode with Eric, our exercise episode with Jackson, so it all ties up. Um, what would you do if a player complained, right? If a player on the team that you're on. What would you do if he complained about you to the coach? Well,
1: it depends on what the complaint is about.
0: Let's say he's like, oh, you know, this guy's trash. You know, he's not doing good enough. Um, you know, I don't, I don't like his style of playing. What is he doing? What would you do? Honestly,
1: well, I would take the feedback. Like, uh, I would try to improve. I will talk it out with him, you know, to see why he's mad, I guess. Hmm. Um. See
0: what the problem and why he, like, hates me so much. Like, what is <laughs> it? Yeah, I, you know, because if you just get mad, you're like, oh, you know, ah, shut up, man. What the hell are you talking about? I'm the best one here. You know, you can't be talking. Um, I'm better than you. You can't get mad when someone's, like, cursed rather you. instead, what you've got to do is you got to take it and, be like, you know, I'll be better. I'm going to become back stronger. Um, and you just got to be, overall, the best, the better man. Um. Do you ever see yourself coaching? Mm, not, not really. I'm not in my forties yet. I mean, yeah, but like you know, later, like later in life, you know, like 20 yeah, a twenty years down the road. Would you coach like a kids' team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> All right. Would you ever force your kids to play? Uh. To play. Uh. To play sports. Or would you like? My kid? No. Yeah, you wouldn't force him? I mean, if he's interested, obviously
1: I'll push him to become the best player, like, the better person he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't force your kid to do it. But, I mean, would you be disappointed if your kid didn't want to play the same sport you wanted to play? Well, a little, right? Because, you know, I like playing soccer, so, like, I would also want my kid to play, but I wouldn't be mad if he didn't choose it. Yeah, you know, I'm like, let's say, you know, I'm, like, the best chess player right um if my kid was, if my kid was trash at chess i'd be kind of mad you know i'd be like i'd be kind of like if i failed you know like let's say my kid and your kid went against each other i'd be kind of disappointed if my kid locked and i'd be like come on man like what are you doing um so do you have any short term goals for sports short term
1: goals mm. Honestly, winning games, mostly, like not losing,
0: losing as much, winning more than losing. All right. Um, What do you like about training? It
1: builds
0: your body, you know? It mm-hmm. builds endurance. All right. What do you dislike about training? Because, you know, a lot of people are always like, oh, yeah, I love to train, I love to train. Right? But, I mean, what's the main thing? You're like, oh, man, I hate this. You know, what? I got to do this. What's, what's the one thing you, that makes you dislike training? Like, what's the main thing you hate about training? the
1: one thing probably running but it's
0: good for you Mm -hmm. um let's see how important is winning to you like is that the most important like when you're playing a game how important is that to you
1: it's very important honestly but first you gotta have fun obviously but in like the
0: final you number one goes to winning, obviously, and then fun. Yeah, I mean, because you know. in the final, it's like
1: all
0: or nothing. Yeah, you know, a lot of us, you know, we say, oh, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you have fun. Yeah, that's like, you know, that's the main thing you want to have at the same time. You want to be able to win. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, you know, at least I'm having fun but I lost." No, because no one likes to lose. No one likes a loser. You know, um, if your girlfriend leaves you or your boyfriend leaves you because you lost a game, No one wants that. You know, they're obviously, everyone's going to go for the winner. Everyone's going to go for who's better. And you want to be the person that's better. Um, let's see. All right. What would be the definition of a successful season?
1: Successful season, not losing
0: a game. So you want to have like a perfect season?
1: Yep. Perfect
0: season. All right. Um,. And how would you prepare for that? I'm like, how would you like, how would you prepare for that? Like, what would, you, how would you see yourself, you know, doing that?
1: Obviously, I would prepare by training, like, nonstop, really getting that diet so, like, I recover faster, relaxing, yep. and then ugh,
0: training, training more and more and more and more and more. So, so, like, have
1: complete failure and then recover and keep doing
0: it. Yeah. And then and then. So, I mean, your whole thing just be, you know, I'm, a train how I can be the best I can. And then if, if that's – it is what it is. Um. is. Let's see. what? What's one thing you always do after, like, an amazing performance? Like, after, like, a World class performance, you're like, oh, you know what? I absolutely – I was the best at this game. What would you do? What do you do after that? I would go out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's what's your favorite food to eat after? Chinese food. Chinese food. Do you have a favorite uh, Chinese food item?
1: Orange
0: chicken. Orange chicken. You know, uh, there's one place, right? This one Chinese food place I've been going to since I was like young, and I mean they have amazing food. You know, they give you chow mein, wonton soup, and lemon chicken. You know, believe they don't have orange chicken. They have lemon chicken. And I always do think, like, what the heck? Why do they give me lemon chicken? I want orange chicken. But I've actually, it's grown on me. And, uh, the lemon chicken, I'd say it's kind of better than orange chicken. Um. Yeah, you have to try it. I'll get you some one day. Um. What what type of music do you listen to before games? Do you listen to music?
1: Um, No, not really.
0: I just keep it all in my head, like motivation, basically. Okay. Um. Let's see. Is there like um? Oh man, (laughs) wait! I I lost my mind there. Um, what's one word that describes you?
1: exhilarant
0: exhilarant Yeah. All right. What is what is this? Yeah, I've never heard that word. What does it mean? And what did it mean to you? I have no
1: idea. It just came out of the top of
0: my head. So, that's like the first thing you have someone to ask you. What's the one where you describe yourself Accelerant. Um, I've never heard of that before, but... Yeah. Um,
1: it probably means excited to do new things.
0: All right. Um. So, would you... Um, all right. Who's your favorite team in your sport?
1: In what sport?
0: Soccer. soccer. Uh, Barcelona. Barcelona. All right. Um, uh, you know, it, it hurts my heart a bit. Um, I'm a bit of a Real Madrid fan myself. You know, we all know we're the, they're the better team. But we're going to <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna save that for another, for another time. Um, yeah, Who's, like, who's your best man on your team? Like, do you have a best man on your team? Like, like the one that, you know, like, like you know, the one who always has your back. You know, he's always going to be there for you you rely on him the most, or he relies on you the most, you know, who is that?
1: No, probably Kawhi,
0: will. All right, uh, You know, I, I always say it's important to have someone that can, you can lean on or someone that can lean on you because, you know, there's there going to be times where it's tough or you might be struggling so you got to have, you know, someone there. Um, What's your weakest asset? What do you mean? Like, your weakest thing, you know, like, or is it, like, something you can really improve on or is there nothing?
1: What I can really improve on? Discipline.
0: Discipline? What do you mean by that?
1: Because, you know, sometimes I don't want to train, right? So, like, sometimes I take a day off. So, I'm trying to improve that. It's like never mm-hmm. miss a day.
0: Yeah, you know, like I was talking about in the Jackson episode of my 100 push-ups. Dude. I hate them. You know, like, I hate doing them. For, like, the past five days, it's been like, I don't want to do them. I don't want to do them. And, you know, like, I started doing them, like, oh, I don't want to do them. But the thing is, like, you know, I don't know if I stop doing them one day, right? Because I've been doing them since May 31st. I've been doing them every day. And I know if I stop doing them for one day, I'm going to get comfortable enough. And it's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to do them again. Because, you know, I've been getting extremely fit, you know. Whole body's just like you know, it's amazing. It's the best practice I've seen in a while. Um, what do you think about comfort? You know, like do you, do you always want to be comfortable in your sport, or is it okay to feel uncomfortable in your sport, or do you, do you um do you oh, want to uh, feel comfortable? Uncomfortable, you obviously have to um, get out of your um, comfort zone. Comfort
1: zone,
0: yeah. Yeah, you know, um, I always say that if you're not if, if everything's too comfortable for you, then you're never gonna grow. I remember this goes with, with the push ups. I love talking about my push ups. Um, I was doing 20, 20, 20, right? And I didn't even know I could do 65 push ups in a row. I didn't even know I could do 50, yeah. but I, I just kept doing them, doing them. And the second you break that mental barrier of I can't is the moment it starts to grow. You know, you've gotta feel uncomfortable to, to grow. I mean, a rock has to be chipped away yet. I didn't know cut and blah 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 to make a sculpture. Um, what do you, what's one thing you do that makes you feel uncomfortable? Like, what's the main thing you do to make sure, you know, you're not feeling too comfortable, you know, you're growing? Trying to explore new things, like talking to new people,
1: uh, doing, let's just say, like ding dong ditching. Like, there's a chance that you might be caught <laughs> and it could be a bad thing.
0: Yeah. Um. You have to risk it all to. I mean, you have to risk it to have some fun. You know, if you're living your whole yeah. life not risking anything, you know, let's say you like somebody, and you never tell them what happened to That you know, you're never gonna, you're never gonna know. You're never gonna know the possibilities. Same thing with soccer, you know, or any sport. If you never take the chance to do it, if you never take the leap of faith, the leap of faith to do whatever you gotta do, you'll never know what's happened. You're gonna live your whole life thinking about well, what would happen if I never did this. Or what would happen if I, what would happen if I did this? What would happen if I did this? You'll never know. But if you do it, um, the outcome doesn't come out as expected. At least you know, and you can grow off and be like, you know, at least I'm not wondering my whole life what would have happened if I didn't do it. Um, So, Julio, what was I going to ask you. I was going to ask you something else. Um, what was I, I was going to ask you something, but I just gave like the whole speech there and I lost my uh, my whole thing. Um. Do you ever see yourself stopping the sport, like quitting the sport uh, uh, entirely? Oh, never mind. I didn't freeze. Okay, so you wouldn't quit the sport till you die. Yeah. So it's like your whole passion, your whole, you know.
1: Yes, passions a hobby. All
0: right. Um. What would you do? All right. This is what a lot of athletes face. You know, it's a problem. You have a couple. All right. You're dating someone, boy, girl, whatever it is. Um, and they tell you to you know stop stop doing the sport. What would you do? I would leave them. You would leave them to like so. For, to you, the sport is more important than you know your couple, and, like that. Obviously not. I mean, I, I would
1: obviously want to talk it out. You know.
0: Mm. Yeah, you know. I mean, let's like, say I was playing a sport, right, and uh, my couple wants me to stop it. I mean, I think it'd be you obviously have to talk it out because it is a big decision. But for me, I think it would be, it would be a no, you know, like, since you, if you work so hard for something and like, you have like a couple once say, you know, stop it, you know, come with me instead of, you know, being out there late at night practicing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd choose the sport over it yeah. because, you know, once again, it brings you back to wondering what would happen if I did this or what would happen if I did that. It would be, it'd be weird. Um. Do you do you ever um, who's who's a coach, right? Have you ever had a coach that's like change your life? That's you know that's been the main influential coach. The main influential coach.
1: <laughs> I gotta give it to I can't even remember his name because this is when I <laughs> young, you
0: know. Um, this
1: is the coach like introduced me to soccer. You know. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> All right. And does like, does soccer run in your family, or is it just, like, are you the only one? I'm the
1: only one, basically.
0: you the only one? So, you know, that your family's going to be chanting, Julio, Julio, Julio. You know, Everyone's going to be wearing your jersey. Um, I mean, hopefully you play for Real Madrid. I'd love that, you know. Because I, I don't see myself wearing a Barcelona jersey, honestly, man. I mean, I know a lot of people go for Barcelona, and I'll tell them, you know, i would wear your jersey. But I'd love wearing it a lot more if it was a Real Madrid one. Um, <laughs> So, would you ever, okay, so I know you're Salvadorian, right? But we also live in America. Um, Who would you play for? America. America? I mean, I feel like it'd be kind of tough, you know what I mean? Because you have to choose the better team, obviously. But then, like, if you beat your own country, it's like, oh, that kind of hurts, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would hurt. You know, if I scored against my own
1: country, I wouldn't celebrate
0: you wanna celebrate? You wouldn't be like doing like a crazy dance, it's like, oh my god, what is that? You wanna you want do that? No. Yeah. Alright, what if it was like the final? Alright, it's the final of a tournament. That's just like the Gold Cup. I still want to you still wanna celebrate? Like, if you scored the, the final goal, you put the nail on the coffin yeah. against them. You wanna celebrate?
1: Yeah.
0: I no. Mean, I, I respect that, you know, because a lot of people we see these, um a lot of people on, on the US team, they aren't even like American. Well, I mean, like, their the roots aren't American, you know what I mean? Like, they're. They're from other countries, and I feel like it would kind of hurt, you know, if that country, if that player knocked out his own country. What do you think your parents would say about that?
1: I really don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You'd be kind of mad, like, oh, man, you know, I love him. He's my son, but why would you do that, you know? You should have passed the ball to someone else.
1: You know know what that kind of
0: reminded me of? What? The team from France. Oh, yeah, I mean – there, there's a lot of like speculation as the team from France is like most of it it's like Mbappe was supposed to play for like Cameroon and Yeah I mean that that I mean I feel like if they would have stayed there with their own teams I mean these other these other African countries going could have like a greater chance to win. But I hopefully an African country wins the World Cup. I was rooting for Morocco all around, you know, after, after they beat Spain, I was going for Spain and I was like, Spain's gonna win it, Spain's gonna win it. Morocco beat them and I was also rooting for Ghana. I was so sad when Ghana didn't make the group, I was like, man, come on, man. I was like, I wanted them to win because um, they play nice, you know, and the most ironic thing is that they, they lost against Uruguay again, which is the most controversial loss. Um, Uruguay beat them. It was, it was something else. It was, I'm not, it was sad, you know, to see Ghana lose. Um, Morocco too, was heartbreaking, but I think, I think an African nation could win, could win the World Cup pretty soon. Um, Julio, cool. is there any like, what's the one thing you're scared of when you're playing sports? Um,
1: mm, injury like,
0: like a broken like a, a femur bone. A femur bone. So you think you think that injury would save you back like a lot?
1: It would because well, you, for surgery you wouldn't be able to walk. Obviously, mm-hmm. you would have surgery.
0: Alright, the calling dude. Uh, my bad. Is that, I don't know what happened. I guess like. The, uh, here we go. All right, so what were you saying? I mm-hmm. Salvador, you know, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. You know, really Salvador's dealing with power sense. outages and, I don't know. Okay. So, okay, so what were you saying? The femur injury, you wouldn't be able to walk. Um, you know, might
1: not be able to play the sport again.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you play with fear injuries or, like, is it, is it are you just the main thing you're scared of or is it just, like, it just, like, a distant thought or is it always in the back of your mind when you're playing a sport?
1: It's like in the back of my
0: mind, really. Like, after uh-huh. I get like tackled, right? Yeah. It's not gonna be my first
1: thought. It's like it's gonna take a while for it to set in, like reality. See, like,
0: oh shoot, I might not gonna be able to play this game again. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes I even feel bad when I slide tackle people in soccer. Cause you know we're, we're just playing, like we're just doing it for like school. And I, I'm I mean, all I, I do, kind of feel kind of bad. You know, when you see it's like I go like full force, it's like oh, you know. But I, I don't show it. But plus, in the back of the mind, like. Yeah, I, d- I did what I had to do, but I kind of injured them. Um, have you ever, like, dealt with any discrimination or, like, racism in the sport? No, not really. So, so like, you've you never experienced, like, anyone? Nothing? No. Do you think you'll experience that later on? Mm, yeah, because there, are, there is a lot
1: of racist people in the world, like, MWA, and, like, I, have, I know some racists that they... Alright.
0: And... Um, are you are you scared of racism? Like in sports, you know, there's like in in soccer, you know, a lot of a lot of people deal with racism. You know, one of the most recent ones being uh, Vinicius Junior, great guy. You know, I love him. I want to want to buy his jersey. Um, are you scared? Are you scared that's ever gonna happen to you? Something like that's gonna happen to you? No,
1: not really. I'm
0: not scared. All right. Um. So let's say it did happen to you. Would you? Are you prepared for that? You think? (laughs)
1: Mentally. Yeah, mentally. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, you know, it would be kind of difficult
0: to deal with. Uh, but I mean, you wouldn't be like, you wouldn't go like crazy, like, oh, you know, you wouldn't like. What well, I mean, would you like? Would you deal would with like in like, a calm way, or would, I would you? Like, Calmly, you know, keep my cool. Yeah. Um. You know, because a lot of times, you know, when people are shouting stuff at you, or you know, telling you stuff, like telling you you're trash, and like, blah blah. You know, and it's, it's not always racism. You know, they are like. It's, they're all have to be shot necessarily like racist things. They're saying like, "Oh, you're trash. You know, you're the worst at this sport." Blah blah, blah. right? Um, I guess most of the time they want to get you mad. You know, they want to cause a reaction out of you because the fans are like, "Oh, you know, we're going to see this guy get mad." Um, what's what's your main dream in the sport? Like, what's like the number one thing you want to accomplish? In winning the
1: World
0: Cup. Winning the World yeah. Cup with the USA, right? Or was it Salvador? Any. any team but who, who do you think you have a better chance with USA USA <laughs> alright let's, let's say like would you ever play for Mexico like let's say you had like some random ancestry right and you end up you know finding out you're Mexican would you play for Mexico honestly I would think about it I mean you know we'd love you I mean dude then then i am definitely buy your jersey you know what I mean cause it's Mexico uh, you know you're probably gonna be our only chance to win the world cup <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully it does work out. Um, I think that's all. I think it is. Um, so once again, thank you for joining us. World class, super athlete, um, amazing soccer player. He's gonna be one of the best. Look out for him. Pretty soon, like when he's like two, three, four more years, he's gonna be out there. He's gonna be playing for Real Madrid, the best club in the world, obviously. Um, so thank you. Um, is there any last words you want to say, Julio?
1: Until next time.
0: Until next time. All right. Um, I'll post this right now. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're going to have another episode coming up pretty soon with who I think will be Maximus. I know you all know him. It's going to be a great episode. Thank you. Have a good day. And, you know, just stay tuned.